Welcome back into another edition of the Fantasy Authority Podcast. We are back again with part three, talking about some late round sleepers, some guys you guys should be targeting. We also give out some scorching hot, bold takes in this episode. Had a lot of fun. Probably my favorite podcast so far we've recorded this entire year. Uh, it's really good cutting it up with the boys. In the meantime, we did have a couple of news and notes to get to that we didn't really talk about during the pod because it happened before they collided with Solaire. Values absolutely shot up now with Damian Williams opting out for the season. He's kind of the big first fantasy piece we've had. Not that he was going to be somebody that people were relying on, more so what it does for Clyde edwards Lair. We'll probably talk about that more next week. But for me right now, I'm moving up to RB7. So 100% Clyde edwards Lair should be probably going in late first, early second rounds of your upcoming fantasy drafts just because of everything. We will get into more of that in depth, as well as LaShawn McCoy signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That really doesn't move the needle for me. So with that, I really appreciate everybody checking out the show. I cannot tell you guys how much I appreciate any and all support you guys give us. I would really, truly appreciate. I am not a beggar, but what I would appreciate if you guys could do me a favor, head over to our YouTube channel, The Fantasy Authority. Hit that subscribe button. You have no idea. We're trying to grind it out, trying to make it on that path, that road to 1,000 subscribers. So any help, anything anybody can do, we really appreciate. Anyways, with that, I'm going to shut up and quit rambling on so you guys can enjoy this last part of part three. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend, y'all, and we'll see you all again next week. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Now, it's time. Um, let's talk about some late round sleepers, guys, and, and Cody. As we talk about Jalen Rager, I, I, I know that uh, is one of, one of your guys there. But yeah, let's get into the late round sleeper conversation and where people um, really expect to win uh, their fantasy leagues and their drafts here, where you could get a leg up on the competition. So rounds uh, nine and sixteen are where these guys are probably going to be going at ADP. Cody started off with the Rager talk. Yeah, I mean, Dynasty wide receiver one. I'll just say it. I don't give a shit. Dynasty wide receiver one, redraft wide receiver one for rookies. I mean, there's – I'm on board. I agree. Let's go, baby. I agree. I've got no problem with it. Let's go. I, I was expecting a little, little, little pushback there. Hell no, uh, you came to the wrong spot, dude. 900-yard <laughs> season for Rager coming. Yep. I, He's I a complete wide receiver. If anybody wants dude, to come out with it, he was just a field stretcher. Like, you need to – If he had a college quarterback, way, we'd be having a completely different yep. conversation. Yep, yeah. and look at his sophomore season regardless. I Don't think even the Raiders talk to me about concentration drops. That's garbage. Raiders would have taken <laughs> him watch over them games, baby. Yeah, so, I mean, for, for me, I think uh, Wentz has started to move up finally in, in rankings and in ADP. I think he was going outside of – I think he was going like QB 13 earlier in the season. I think he's now finally cracking like the top 8, 9, 10. So, are we, like, are we just going to ignore the fact of what Wentz did last year with Greg fucking Ward? <laughs> Obviously, he had the DFS <laughs> hated. I still remember. I will never forget Greg Ward. Hey, baby. DFS. Greg Ward was great in DFS. We will not besmirch Greg Ward. I won't be smirch Greg Ward right, <laughs> right now. Just just with the making the, the transition to having a stud like Jalen Rager. Get the fuck out of here with Alshon Jeffrey. 
fuck like he's he's get get him all the fucking way out of here. He shouldn't be drafted. Don't don't I love it. Don't do that. He and did. Then, I mean, who who else who else do they have? I mean, fucking John Jackson is there. I mean, he did. They have Sanders, they have Ertz, and they have Goddard. That's it. Ertz, D-Jax is one Instagram comment away from not being D-Jax <laughs> <laughs> is, is... That's, is, that's D- some real shit, man. Yep. Hey, he really D-Jax is, was man. was with Magic City uh, with Lou Williams. D-Jax yeah, was right. with Magic City with Lou Williams, so he's done. <laughs> but yeah, the, oh, he, he's going wide receiver 48 right now. just makes no sense whatsoever. So if you can get him at, at that point, I'm not exactly sure what his actual ADP is. Um, but if you can get like him, 11th round, yeah, give me a sec. I can pull it up for you. Uh, so four, four for four has him at wide receiver 50, actually, yep. uh, ADP of 1205. And, and then, I've got 11, 11. So yeah, we're close. Yeah, that's way too cheap. That's crazy. Yeah, I think fantasy calculator, he's going at like he's 11th round. People look at the speed and they want to talk about how he's just a field stretcher. And I'm like, what are you watching, bro? No, like, so that's it. But to ask people that don't, it's that, cr- He's yeah, an X receiver. Yeah. He's an X receiver. Like, mm-hmm. let's get this you out of here, him, man. Like, put him isn't, he, isn't he about the same size as Odell Beckham? I'm pretty sure it's pretty similar. If not mistaken. I'd have to go look. Yeah. But I'm like, he's a ball. He's, he's a straight. He's a his straight his film was probably my favorite to watch out of I have seen him. Set, like, the dude is just an absolute beast. To your point, Ben, just watch two games, man. And I keep, I keep saying it over and over until people want to actually go watch the two damn games that I'm talking about. Go to 28. Ohio State and West Virginia, man, two high-volume <laughs> games. And you see this dude fed targets, and you see him used in what looked like a competent offense. 2019, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They had some, like, junior high kid trying to, like, coordinate an offense or something because, like, mm-hmm. I got no clues, man. It It's just – it's insane, man. Rager is so slept on, dude. Like, if you can – acquire him in any dynasty league i know we're talking about all redraft but like if anybody is like he's, looking at this dude and disrespecting him get him on your freaking team he is o- a stud odell is 511 198 rager's 511 206 like i feel like people talk about him like he's like marquise goodwin the <laughs> they dude talk is about him like he's percy harvin ben that's yeah. the that's the comp oh, yeah. Yeah. 98th percentile in burst score which oh, people yeah. said the same he's thing about tyree kill for a while too Gotta get the Chiefs that is, that in here. That is huh? true. Well, hey, that is but, true. But, Gotta but, get the Chiefs in here. But wait, but he always finds a way, Debo. No, no. Speaking of Miko Hardman, no, right, 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 finds right. a way, Ben. No, Life finds a way. You see the show sheet; it's right in front of you. You can see who it is. So, you, so you know it's not going to be McCall Hardman. Though I do like McCall Hardman as a late round flyer, but you brought him up. I wouldn't. Even say <laughs> I do too. I do too. Okay, was not going to say it? I was actually going to say Justin Jefferson as a transition to another rookie wide receiver. You dicks. Okay. All right, I'm interested <laughs> to hear this one. <laughs> Anyways, this is actually what happened back in February. We were talking about Justin Jefferson going to the Vikings, and then and that's when Ben was like said something about Tyler Johnson, and it completely fucked me up. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Dude, like <laughs> almost fell out of his out of his chair. You, you're not gonna get me now, okay? Anyways, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I think it's certainly in the same conversation as Jalen Rager. And I, I know he's not going to see the same volume, at least in terms of he's not on the same offense that's just going to be looking for that kind of production. You're, they're not going to be in the top 10 in pass volume this year. Unless, unless 
only way I could see that is that I do think that that defense is certainly going to take a little bit of a step back than what defense we've seen in years past. He is clearly the number two wide receiver in that offense. The only other player they have is Ola B.C. Johnson. I'm okay that the fact that he's now listed as, as COVID to start this whole thing because now in my head, I don't have to worry about him getting it the rest of the year where everybody else still has the landmine for it. I'm not going to plan that at all, but I don't mind seeing that he's already, that he's already had it. Regardless of that, I just think him being the number two target in this offense, if anything were to happen to Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen is, what, turning 30 years old this year. I'm not calling that. I still, I still think Adam Thielen is certainly the uh, certainly the man to have in that offense. However, there's like a nine-round gap or eight-round gap between where the two of them are going. You know, I don't think that you were – I think that he was going to primary play in the slot. I like all of those things about him. I think – Expecting somewhere in the range of 80 to 100 targets is certainly the range of his possibility, range of his outcome. Maybe 100 is probably a little high. Probably 70 to 70 to 90 is probably a little bit more fair for him. But going in the 11th round, I think there's a lot of upside there for him. And there's certainly, if anything were to happen to Thielen, then it's absolute wheels up for Justin Jefferson because they have nobody else. Uh, excuse me, Irv Smith is there, baby. Sorry. No, no, I said nobody else was there. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I got to correct you because you're wrong. But anyway, Irv, baby. Oh, man. Hey, Gary Kubiak taking over the reins there, too, uh, in Minnesota, I think, I think can help with the wide receiver situation as well, too, with Kirk Cousins. This dude's this dude's got some wide receivers under his belt, wherever he's been. Demarius Thomas, Andre Johnson, Rod Smith, and back in the day. So I, I love Gary Kubiak offenses. I think they're fun. So I hate siding with Kev, but. That's Super Bowl 50 champion Gary Kubiak. You oh, always remember that respect. if you side on my side, you're always going to win. Like that, that, that is what we're <laughs> doing this, okay? <laughs> so moving so, on so in the show. So what I'm going to do. That's Ken Tyler Johnson to me. What when, I'm editing oh this, when I'm editing this, I'm gonna, I want to write down these takes that we have. And I, I want to have a review pod at the end of the year to see where we all come out in this and who was right and who was wrong. All right. Because well, we I already got one bet locked up. So. My success rate is going to be through the roof. <laughs> Child, please. Please. Yeah. You're already, you're already twenty bucks in the hole, Kev. So, oh, that's that's straight oh, cash, homie. Straight like Randy Moss said. All right, one clap. <laughs> Derek, Keeping it on the the sleeper wide receivers. <laughs> uh, ben, you want to talk about yours? Because I have another yeah. wide receiver too around that range. Not super sexy because I, I do like McCole Hardman. I do like Christian Kirk, guys like that. But I just kind of want to take this time to just say it's insane that in, in FFPC best ball drafts, Golden Tate's ADP is wide receiver 58. Um, I think it's fair. I think that's actually fair, but keep going. Really? I, it's not sexy, but the dude – see, and part of this is I'm not a Darius Slayton guy at all. I think that last year was a lot of um, – due to a lot of injuries, and um, he made Hi, the man. most of the situation. I, 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 my name's Derek. I love Darius Slayton. How are you? <laughs> hey, um, I'm about to take a crap all over you. Um, and then, I, no, I mean, Sterling Shepard is he dead? Is Sterling Shepard? Oh, no, high no I just, sir. I just think, I just think a lot of it was with a lot of injuries, and he made the most of a situation. But we sometimes see some of these rookie wide receivers that, oh, they're about to, you know, fly, take off, and it doesn't happen. Um, I just think Golden Tate so reliable. I like Sterling Shepard a lot too, and I actually think getting both of them where you can get them is a solid strategy. Excuse me, especially in best ball because they're so cheap. But um, I think part of it is he was suspended, so he didn't play the whole year. But you look at what he did when he played. Golden Tate was reliable, scored six touchdowns in limited time. And he's just – I wouldn't be talking about him, but he's so cheap that 
I, you know, I got to. I, I feel like it's probably this because what he's like probably the fourth option, maybe the fifth option. See, I just, I yeah, that's just where we disagree. I mean, I, just, I mean, Evan Ingram again, if he stays healthy, uh, and then you have obviously Saquon. I think it is certainly in the, in there, and then you have Darius Slayton. I think Darius Slayton's the best wide receiver in the offense, and then I think Sterling Shepard is too. So, I mean, where where is he coming in in targets? Now, of course, this is a team that that has suffered with injuries with obviously Evan Ingram. And you also then you have uh, Sterling Shepard who continuously get, is keeps getting concussions. So certainly that that could change with Golden Tate. But I just feel like Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard are redundant assets, and I'd rather have the cheaper one. Or, they are the younger one. They are, but they they both produced when they were on the field last year, which again was questionable because they were both out. Uh, but that's just kind of what it comes down to. Like I already said, is I'm just not really buying into Slayton. You are, and that's the difference for us. Yeah. I love Slayton. I'm not even going to back off of it. I absolutely love the guy. I think that if um, if he was on a different team, the narrative around him would be crafted quite, quite differently. Like if the if we were talking about a, a rookie wide receiver that was drafted in the fifth round that blew up in his first season when he was given an opportunity, he was the wide receiver 26 after he became a starter, 740 yards and eight touchdowns. And you apply that to anybody with a different name on a different team. I think that the narrative around Darius Slayton would be different. Um, but anyway, I'll rest my case. No, that's fair. It's very fair. Um, I know Maddie kind of talked about the Colts earlier. I'm going to double down on it, man. I love Paris Campbell. I I get it's the new sexy thing to talk about, like whatever Frank Reich is hyping up and the new second-round pick of this year. But anybody that thinks that, that, that Michael Pittman is going to come off the street and play X receiver and win and succeed – from day one, I think is not really understanding. Like that's a little bit harder to do than what you're talking about. Um, Paris Campbell is going to run from the slot. Reich is designing, has designed an offense that has been below the league average in a dot for the last five years by 0.8. So you're talking about short area targets. You have a guy that's running from the slot and he runs a four freaking three, 33% of his targets last year were bubble screens. You have a quarterback that, for as much crap as people try to give Philip Rivers, he's be- he is better than Jacoby Brissett. He is an upgrade in what they're going to ask him to do. Both of those quarterbacks, their deep balls are bad, really bad, like outside the top 20, 25 bad inaccuracies. But where Rivers succeeds is short, intermediate, and off of play action. Like he's top 12 in both of those completion percentage metrics. And that's what Reich is going to ask him to do and that's right in Paris Campbell's wheelhouse, man. Like, I don't understand how in the absolute hell he is wide receiver 65 right now. That is absolute insanity to me. Because even you look at last year, Frank Reich's offense over multiple stops. You're talking about you're talking about the Chargers. You're talking about the Eagles. You're talking about previous Colts before the Jacoby Brissett year. They were never, ever, 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 ever oh, wait, is ever outside the top 14 and passing attempts, and they were 24th last year. They are going to throw the ball, and people are like, okay, they're going to run it too. They can do both. Like, that is not unheard of. They did both in 2018 with Andrew Luck. That just comes down to pace. So they can run the ball, and Paris Campbell is going to ball out this year. So if you held on to him in Dynasty, if you want to get him in redraft, congrats. You're going to love him. I love that call. I've been – Talking about Paris Campbell since fucking February. 
for Dynasty, and then with once redraft and best ball and all that shit came out. Because I I love Michael Pittman as a as a prospect, but yeah, I'm not hating on Pittman. That's not no. me. Like, I'm not hating on him. But where Pittman. he's asked to win and what he's going to do, Paris Campbell's second year, and he's in an easier spot to win easily in this offense. Right, and T. Y. Hilton the past two years, seventy six and seventy seven percent of his snaps have come from outside. Like you would think, T. Y. might be an inside guy. He's he's an outside guy. So Paris is going to have that all to himself. Yep. I love it, man. Like, I just don't understand. Like, it makes no sense. Like, his ADP and Rager's ADP just mm-hmm. blow me away. I. Yep. It's kind of like you don't want to have too much exposure to certain players, but it's like – Once you get to that point, point. Yeah, but when you get there at the draft, I mean, why not? Because yeah. they're not – their ADP is not creeping up. And I get to that point in the draft, and I'm like, sure, I'll take him again. <laughs> I'll take him again. Why Give not? it to me. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take all of it. At those costs, yeah. I like it. I like that call on uh, Campbell for sure. You don't – I mean, what do you think happens with Zach Pat? Nothing. He doesn't play. Do you think he plays? Do you think he starts? Because Pittman's probably going to start one on the outside. I think there's a sh- I think there's a shot that he has he's a, he he play he's their he's slot. He's not going to play in the slot. No, Paris Campbell's playing the slot unless they oh, run no. four wide, and I don't see them doing that. No, they I run mean, a lot he, of I mean, eleven. He receives, I mean, he, so he, I mean, he played seventy two targets. The whole the whole the time in the offense thing doesn't really matter all that much. They have no either neither one of them, <laughs> Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell, have no rapport with Philip Rivers. So I mean. That that is it, it is what it is, and to me is can Paris Campbell win more than just being a, a deep threat, right? Because I think that that that's the question. He wasn't a deep threat though last year, right? I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. That is, I think, what people look at him like because that because of his speed and everything else. Well, they're him. looking at him wrong then. And so yeah. I think that's why Paris Campbell ha- has fallen the way that he has, and that's why I know there is no hype surrounding him. But I do think that this offense, there is quite a few targets to go around. And I, I do think Zach Pascal is going to have a role in the offense. I mean, he has 70, 75 targets last Jack year. Jack Doyle. Uh, yep. Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle. And so I do Big think that, in. Jack Doyle. Doyle I think if they're – Captain catch a ball down could be a top 10 tight end this year. <laughs> he's he's so, you better believe it. I don't rule. understand the Colts discount. Like – yeah, I, I like don't that. know everybody if, how everybody. big of a ceiling there is for Paris Campbell. I, I guess that would be my my. I don't think there's a super high ceiling, but where you can get him so late, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the same. Sure, but I feel like in those Golden rounds, in those rounds, that is really all you're shooting for. Because if he doesn't start to pay off early, that's people fair. are going to drop him right immediately. Nobody's holding well, on to Paris Campbell after two weeks if he hasn't done a whole lot. What do you that's need for him to hit the ceiling, though, Kev? Like you need ball. I, no, right? I see. No, I see what you're saying, but I. But that's what when in those later rounds, like that is what people shoot for like people are not looking for a guy who may give me let, let's just say usable weeks right like where where he is at least a wide receiver three or, or i guess a flex right or wide receiver four how many would you what would you say that you think that he has this year if the answer is because it you, you you should be looking for somebody in those rounds i would say somebody that can give you probably three to five something like that because if not they're, you're going to cut him, and you're going to move on. And so taking those guys, sure, he, he, could, he could pan out. I, like, I don't hate Paris Campbell. This isn't a, a Paris Campbell. No, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of being – It's kind. Of, I guess it's devil's advocate a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I'll toss to you is T.Y. Hilton was banged up. We know he's – how old is he now? 30, 31, soft tissue stuff? Yeah, and I think it's right. fair to question if T.Y. goes down, if the passing attempts – because the, pa- the passing attempts, let's get this out of the way, they are going up. That's definitive. 
they're going to go up. If T.Y. misses any games, like you're talking about Jefferson, if T.Y. misses any games, who's the one in this offense? Like, I don't see – I don't think it's close. Like, I don't the one. I, th- I think – no, I, th- I think it would be I think it would be Pittman. Yeah, why? I think it would be Pittman. Tell I me why Pittman, Pittman would be one, the one. He is much more of a prototypical a wide receiver in terms of what he what he could do as for for, pair, for Phillip Rivers and what Philip Rivers could do at this point of his career. <laughs> Philip Rivers cannot throw the deep ball anymore. Like, he, that is gone. It, it is a complete duck. All right. So he do you think Pittman's going to be running short routes? That's where yes. Pittman wins, though. Yes, I, I think he's much more of a physical receiver. That's why I think you can see Pittman a lot more as, as well in the slot. Um, I think they're going to move him all over the field. Like I think the hype that you've seen around Pittman from that from them, I think, is real. Like I definitely think Michael. Pitt, if I had to, choose it's the same between, thing they said about Paris last year. It's just right, a different right. year, but everybody forgets. No, it's, it's not that. Again, I don't hate, but if I had no, a chance, no, no, if I'm, I'm on the I'm clock, just, if I'm on I'm the clock, back, both of them are all. sitting there, and I want to take one of them. I'm taking Michael Pittman. Oh, me too. Of the time, I'm, yeah, I'm Team Pittman, but I like both players. Um, and Kev, I mean, it's, I mean, this kind of the same points you're bringing up for Campbell can be uh, brought up with Justin Jefferson too. So you know. It's kind of right, and that, that's all you're looking mm-hmm. for. That's why I said, like, if you want to take a shot on no, I, I don't do it. I, like, I get it. There, there's upside Especially there. Like, people, the cost, yeah. it, it's it's like the Keel Harry, right? The Keel Harry is another example. Last year, everybody mm-hmm. loved the Keel Harry. People were riding the Keel Harry's dick, like, right now, <laughs> nobody is. Like, everybody, like, you're starting like to hear a little year, bit of, of excitement for Nikhil Harry, mm-hmm. but it's, it's nothing. And he he could end up being the guy that none of us really are talking about. That could oh, end up like actually him. being the guy because he right now I hope Cam Newton is the starter. He should be the starter, but you never know yeah. what, what what could happen there. Yeah. But if he's he healthy, is, he is the absolute mm-hmm. perfect target for Cam Newton and what Cam Newton likes. To, uh, oh yeah. looks at. And so I mean, Nikhil Harry could actually be the answer of who's the best late round wide receiver. Yep. I mean, even if he finishes as like mm-hmm. a wide receiver three. Right, like that's still a credible value for where you probably drafted him. If he continues to go in that what tenth, eleventh round range that he's going in, you know, so so for him, like he certainly has that that upside there. Of course, everything you draft around ten to fifteen, sixteen, depending on how late your draft is, is all you're just hoping. And for most for most cases, those guys are probably being dropped. Those are the first guys you're looking to drop. You're, you're moving on from them, right? Whoever it is, you need somebody. Three guys go down with COVID. You have two of them. Those are the guys you're going to be dropping anyways. For me, so that's why for me, like I shoot straight upside in the later rounds. Like I, I don't know how you guys do it. Like So that's why for yep. me, I would never take Golden Tate ever. Because I don't think that he, that in my mind he doesn't have the upside. Sure, he may have some weeks that he that he's that he's usable. He certainly probably will. But I want that guy who can give me league win, or maybe not league winning, but could return incredible value on on mm. on the investment there. If yeah. not, I'll move on after a couple of weeks and start working the waiver wire because that's usually how it works. That's one hundred percent fair, Kevin. And I'll be honest, like the take call is more of a best ball call where you can just get some solid value late. But yeah, like typically I'm looking for that high upside, which I love that you brought up Nikhil Harry because. I'm in on the sec- the sophomore year bounce back because, like you said, who has Cam always had success to throwing the ball? The s- similar body types to Nikhil Harry. The dude's uh, collegiate profile is flawless, um, and and I think that he can definitely, you know, uh, outpay his price. For well, sure. the thing is, they want him to like. They didn't do anything to address the weapons in the draft. They mm-hmm. want this guy to take a step. Like, why else do you? not address the weapons at all because like people are like they're going to go run they heavy jacoby myers season is why i do like jacoby myers uh, and edelman's ball. old as hell i love jacoby myers edelman can still play but like it's 34 i just th- i think that they mohammed sanu i think he a second round pick on they got they got to make good on that value oh good gosh yeah i mean he's gonna play on. he's gonna play 
Watch him be the quarterback. You know they're going to use Muhammad Sanu this year as a quarterback at some point. Not a lot. But I, I'm sure. He'll throw a touchdown at Cam. Yeah. Oh, they'll do something oh, crazy, God. man. Yeah, I can't wait should. to see that offense. I'm I'm higher on Cam than I think some people are. Like, everybody's like, oh, they're going to go so run heavy. And I'm like, with what? Sonny Michelle? Oh, I think they're like, going to run heavy. Like, do you run. think? Burkhead season, baby. I think they're so, going to run I'm not against Burkhead. Burkhead, you can get with, like, your literally last pick of a best ball draft. Like, Davian Harris fine. is starting to gain some steam. Derek, you think with, with these weapons they're going pass heavy? No. Come on. Cam Newton's not a good passer anyways. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, bro. But I don't, I don't like backs go pass. Aren't good I don't like disagree. I don't like the running backs aren't good ever. rushers. I don't think that they're going to go pass heavy, but I think they're going to pass more than people are talking about. Like people are okay. throwing out like okay. ten Tebow comps and all that kind of crap. Like, yeah, that's a little much. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. A, but the the, the that's, whole that's, reason the whole reason really I think that is because the 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 Patriots run a very very pat like play action heavy offense. Cam. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go look it up. Like, look at Cam's completion percentage. It went through the freaking roof whenever Turner was there and they went super play action heavy. Mm-hmm. Cam was very accurate that year. So and I think that CMC. I think that considering all of those things, we could see more passing attempts. Like, I'm not talking about a ton. Do I think that they finish in the like 16th or higher? That's fine. But the way that it's getting thrown out there is they're going to run the damn ball every every down. And I don't think that's the case. I don't think they have a running back that can be one effective doing that or two hold up to the volume because I mean as much as we all want Damian Harris to be a thing did anybody watch that dude play in preseason like where's the burst like Mm. where did that guy look special at any point they've also still got Burkhead and James White and Sonny Michelle it's interchangeable they'll use them all but to your point Derek if Harry hits the ceiling that I think he can hit, which, I mean, he could be this year's DJ Chark. He could be Michael Gallup, Cortland Sutton. Um, The weapons aren't as bad as we like to say because Edelman, he's old, but he can still ball. And Sanu, we like to make fun of the draft capital. But, I mean, Sanu can play. So, um, (laughs) you know, they they bring in a few interesting tight ends, especially Asiasi. I'm interested to see what he can do. So, definitely a fascinating offense. I can't wait to watch. I mean, they still have the worst offense in the league, I think. But The worst yeah. In the league? In the league? Name what a worse offense. About? Kev, they're the, going the to Patriots? design this offense. The Jet, the Jets say hi. Hello. <laughs> no, I I don't yeah. in terms of, are we talking about in terms of like entire offense, right? That I would take the I would take the Jets. You but the problem is, yes, hundred percent. Are you just talking about like fantasy wide receiver assets or what are we talking here? No, I'm talking about, are we, are I'm we talking about if we here? could switch offenses. I would take the Jets' offense over the Patriots. Do you want to make another bet? Like, who scores more does, points? Does, uh, does, the Jets does or the Be- Patriots? No, I, no, I'm Belichick- on that deal. Well, well, we're talking I'm about that deal. Belichick- Belichick- I mean, t- teams have to score points to be a good offense, right, Kev? Oh, yeah, because uh, the head coach has nothing to, to do with it. I mean, we're just you talking just about it. Good offenses score points, right? Like, just saying. Adam Gase is there, okay? So I won't bet on a fucking thing that has to do with it. But I'm talking right, about man. just talent. What he gonna talk about? Yes. Wow. I would take the Jets off. I mean, it, it doesn't make me feel good because I don't agree with with Kevin at all in this statement. But how? Uh, how my, my let's let's, let's break this. No, I, we need to have this conversation. Because how? I am fucking shocked because they have a thirty fucking four year old Julian Edelman, right? That can still win. I, I guess. He's, I he's guess. Still better than Crowder. He did it last year. Yeah. What do you mean? You guess? He did. Sweet. He's old. So still what? better than Crowder. He still played well. Is he, he was, is he substantially dude. better at this point in his career than, than Jameson Crowder? Is he substantially oh, better? God. better Come on, better. man. Jameson can't even hold his jock on the outside. Get out of here with that. There's no okay. way, dude. 
Denzel Mims. Loved, I absolutely love Denzel Mims. Eh, I have questions. I like I, Mims. I like Mims. I still come back to like uh, who, questions. Who do you think is better, Mims or Harry? We're, Harry. we're matching up offenses here. I mean, so I, I, I would take Denzel Mims. But, Harry, but it's also the unknown versus okay. what we saw last year, right? So that, that's probably clouding a little bit, right? Brashad okay. Perriman. I, if if what he was able to do at, I'll take at the end of the year in Tampa, Sanu. okay, mm-hmm. like yep. if he carries that over. All right, sweet. So we got so we got that, and then at running back, yes, I know Le'Veon Bell is not the same Le'Veon Bell as he was, but I would still take him all day over any running back that the Patriots have. Yeah, I'll take Le'Veon Bell. So it's, okay, it's two out so of we two, write that up. two out right. of four. So tight end, I'm going to take Chris Herndon over any fucking tight end that the that the Patriots have. Yeah, or, or are you are you going to take a Patriots tight end? No, I would take Herndon. No, but you and, and, but you have and to yet, take that Patriots offensive off line. You have to take that Jets O line, Kev. The Jets O line, the Jets O line is going to be improved. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but that's not New England. Pieces. They're still not great. It's Let's not, not pretend like the New England. They're not even close. Line is fantastic. That's uh, pretty good. New, Eng- yeah. New England's going to be way better than the Jets. Mackay Becton is not going to fix that offensive line. McGovern, they well, got it. Center. I'm, that's not the point. That's not the point I'm making. Adam Gase is. A You're saying idiot. it's the more talent. I'm, I'm telling yes. you straight up, the Patriots are going to score more points, so it doesn't yeah, matter. That's, that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not even like it doesn't fun. matter talent when your coach is like religiously neutered all talent around him. Like he he just shoots it off into the sun. So, not, and I just don't. I, I just don't know. Like like for example, so for me. My my late round sleeper was going to be Jamison Crowder. Like this dude is coming off of 122 <laughs> target season. No, but listen, Kev, listen. They just got rid of Jamal Adams. This, def- this defense is going to be a dumpster, dude. They are going. It to was give a dumpster up beforehand too. It, it was. It was a dumpster beforehand. So like oh, Jamison Crowder being in yeah. that position, I I like him from a fantasy perspective. I'm not necessarily buying into. I'll take your like, bet. I'll take your bet. I'm taking it. I'll take the Jets' offense. I'll take the Jets' offense oh over the. Game. You're gonna take what? what they're gonna in, score more points. And what points per game? Points per game would be the then over over the Patriots. Is that what I just heard, Kev? I will Kevin's immediately. My headphones are. This I don't hear anything yet. How are we doing this? Stop. I'm thinking about. So, hold on. Not only Ryan, is he immediately regretting it. Ryan, put both on. He wants to hear this good, man. Not only is he immediately regretting it, but five minutes prior, he said, "No." The more I think about it, the more I thought about it. I said, "You know what?" The Patriots, one, is going to be uh, an offense that's going to be very low scoring. They're going to rely on their defense because that, that's literally the only their thing. Their defense that, is very good. Th- their offense is, very again, good. total shit. Like, they're, they're, there's nothing exciting about that offense. It wasn't exciting last year with Tom fucking Brady, but now all of a sudden we're expecting it to be so much better than what it was yeah. last year, I guess. Whatever. So, however, Who again. Who scored more points, Kev? I will You're take hurting it. I will take the Jets at another twenty dollars bet. Would you like to make the take? Yes, that? yes, please. Line it up. I've been trying. No, no, to no. This is me, Derek. I'm not. I'm not yes. giving this out to the entire room. I, <laughs> me and Derek. I just want to pay out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why? I, I, no, I, I fair bet to you. I, All right. I, I'm down with it. I'm down I've with it. Sign me up. Put beginning. it on the board. I'm good. Yeah. What I've been trying to like talk him into this the last I, 10 minutes. I feel like this is when Kev bet that the Rams wouldn't even make the playoffs. I was a, a year ago, or, I was a year early. When they on made that. it to the Super year Bowl. Early, year <laughs> early. What happened the next year? They didn't make the playoffs. I was just a year early on that. We'll see. But they made Let's it to the Super Bowl. The year you made the bet, they made it to the Super Bowl. And he must have learned because that's when you bet the whole room. Kev bet the whole <laughs> Kev, I mean, it's just like not only not only are you betting on the offense, but like how many Jets are you games. investing in in your leagues? Like seriously, show me the screenshots of where you have Lev Bell. Show me where you what have. What Patriots Denzel are you Mim. betting show on? Me. What Patriots are you betting on? Nikhil, are, you, are you drafting Nikhil a ton Harry. of Patriots? Nikhil Harry. I'm I'm gonna dra- I'm gonna draft James White. I'll take, I'm gonna, Harry, I would I'll take, take a shot on. Over him. I'll take a I'll shot take, on Cam. I'll take a shot draft. on Cam. Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be good. I can't how, wait. How many Jets are you taking? You didn't answer the question, Kev. Who Who are you taking from the Jets? Who's, who's on your roster? Who would I take if if, if you're? It depends on how you're talking. Kev, about who is on your I'm roster? I'm asking you. Who are you going to draft from the Jets? So we're talking about targets. I haven't heard you bring up one Jet since they're so good. I again, we just we just went we just went through the list. We just went through it. And you all, and it sounds like you. Guys but who are, are you drafting? In, we were in, talking about talent. In oh, Kev's okay. you take any of those okay. guys. In Kev's defense, he's Kev, not Kev. Talking, He's not saying the Jets are good. He's just saying they're they don't smell as much like shit as the Patriots do. In Kev's defense, <laughs> yeah, he's not they're saying they're good. They're just not like that. Adam Gase <laughs> off that offense. I think that they would be a team. You can't. Well, yeah, but that's not the that's not the point. Yeah, I mean, but I still had. I think feel, that's Kev's point. He's but just. Not I still. Really feel yeah. like the Patriots are the worst offense in the league, and I would still take an Adam Gase-led fucking offense over anything the Patriots that's, are going to be running out there. Okay, now do the Bears. That's that's easy. <laughs> that's 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 blouses. I was trying to get a rise out of Ryan. <laughs> You're not going to get a rise out of me when you are the facts. You'd be better off comparing the Redskins, I guess, to, to the Patriots. And I still ah, would take Redskins over them. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Sweet. No. Okay, Kev, yeah. I'll make that bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've been potting too long. <laughs> let's round it out with late are round QB. Are the so, Patriots even going to average over twenty points a game this year? Are they I don't give a crap how much they average. They're going to average more than the Jets. That's Kev, all I care about. Kev, you just locked in betting on Adam Gase over Bill Belichick, and then had the audacity to say that Washington has a better <laughs> offense. Washington, it, whose wide receiver two is an undrafted Kansas Steven Sims. And they have yeah. no tight ends. They're all their running back shit. <laughs> Just give me Terry McLaurin. Oh, I'm Eddie. going to video. Oh. I don't know what I'm going to spend this twenty dollars on, but I swear to God, I'm going to video what I spend it on. It's got to be something. If uh, it's going to be the best twenty dollars I ever spent. Oh. If Dwayne Haskins turns into Cam Newton, that will be an incredible success for his career. <laughs> that's a pretty high bar. Oh my that's the goodness. that's the point. I just this is this, late, this is like taking candy from a baby here from these these people. That's all, all I right, can say. All right, take late, late, late round. You guys are late round quarterback. Shit. What? 
late round quarterback who can win the championship. So, Kev, just talk gospel on Sam Darnold, please. <laughs> I like talk it. Talk gospel dude. on Sam hey. Darnold. That's not who I see on the sheet. Let me. I'm done with, your, <laughs> with the 32 ounce solo. Go ahead, hey, talk that gospel. Hey, this was never about that. I said I love the Jets. It's just I would take their offense, their offensive pieces over the what the Patriots have. I don't think that's a fucking hot take. Oh my god, no, he does have not- Sam Darnold there. Jesus Christ, I didn't see this before. Yep. No, Ryan just changed it. I didn't no, change that, anything. No, that wasn't Ryan. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. I didn't change anything. <laughs> let's uh let's uh, let's talk about these late round quarterbacks who could potentially win championships on the real. Um I I put down Jared Goff. Uh I talked about Cooper Cup before. Um like getting exposure to the, the offense just in general and you it maybe maybe you don't uh choose between Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, or maybe you have both of them and you want to do the mega stack or you get acres and you want to have the rushing points with the quarterback points. I mean, this guy, he he didn't look great in some of the games last year. He is a guy that he relies on the offense to just be perfect. And we saw Sean McVay kind of, you know, get brought to light on on can he handle the situation or not um, with the whole offense digressing, but Cooper cup was injured. Um, they had injuries across the board. I just, I like their, their outlook for, for this season. Uh, I'm buying into Jared Goff um, where he's going in drafts right now in, in late, in late rounds. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. totally fine with getting exposure to this offense again. He's so cheap. He, he yeah, he, he is cheap and, he, and all of his weapons are going you know, a lot higher, <laughs> massively in ADP, and he, then you just get left with him. So it's like, why not get a piece of that offense from the quarterback position? Um, let's go with uh, let's go with Ben because I, I I like this pick here. With yeah, yeah, we're talking got. about a lot of offenses that we want to invest in. I want to invest in Carolina. Um, really like Teddy Bridgewater. Just think he offers so much upside. Their defense, I think, is going to be historically bad. And I think that sets up for such a favorable fantasy you know, game scripts from a passing standpoint. And this dude has weapons. He's obviously got CMC. Love me some DJ Moore. Bring in Robbie Anderson. And I really like, you know, another guy we haven't talked about. Curtis Samuel could be that guy that takes the next step this year. He saw a lot of downfield targets. You know, they just didn't work out because he saw him from Kyle Allen. Really like the coaching staff that they have there in Carolina. Um, And I think Teddy proved, uh, you know, kind of like he did earlier in his career before the injury last year. Granted, it was a good situation, but Teddy can ball. Um, And I think he's going to do just that. Um, Super cheap. Um, I really like Jimmy G too. There's obviously fear that the same thing happens again, where the defense just dominates. You obviously don't have that in Carolina whatsoever. Teddy should be throwing all the time. He should have a solid floor and and peak games as well. So I mean, I'm I'm all in on Teddy in all formats at his price. Derek, what's say you, well. man? I dude, I, I love the Teddy call. I'm all in on Teddy. Uh, the guy that I want to talk about real fast is Joe Burrow. Um, I understand we have different stipulations as far as learning in the offense and stuff for the offseason, but uh, Kev, you can shake your head. Oh, you want to, man. You talk this whole podcast about about, about players learning offenses and everything else, why, why, could, why they could struggle. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe Burrow, the fucking quarterback, hasn't had any any experience in this offense. You think, all right. Yeah, because they're going to throw – they could lead the league in passing attempts. I'm going to go with this from a volume perspective, Kev. On a per-game basis, Andy Dalton in 13 games. So it's not crazy to extrapolate that out to 16. They'd have been second in the league in passing attempts. Second. 
So where you're going to get him in drafts right now, he has a rushing upside. They're going to be top three possibly in passing attempts because the defense is garbage. Is Joe Burrow going to pay off on his cost? Yeah, I'm in with it. And all of his weapons are super cheap. Nobody wants A.J. Mm-hmm. Green. Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd's outside the top 30 in most drafts. If A.J. Green doesn't come back, T. Higgins is free. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow because of the rushing. I'm going to go with a better offensive system. And I think that he can absolutely do that this year. I, I like it. Burrow, too. I do too. I, I mean, you, get, yeah. You look at Andrew Luck when he came in his first year, he threw for 4,200 yards. So, like, a rookie can come in and ball out. Um, and then, touching on the rushing upside, Burrow had 93 and 81 pure rushing attempts. College is weird where they include sacks and in rushing attempts. So, you got to back mm-hmm. those out. But he had 93 and 81. So, comparing that to Josh Allen, who had 116 and 70 in his, his sophomore and junior year, Burrow's going to be, he's got the rushing upside. And, mm-hmm. Anytime you're drafting a late round quarterback, you're you're looking for a a guy who can do a little bit of both um, to help you with both the floor and the ceiling. So I'm on Team Burrow also. Me too. And we started the podcast by talking about that there are going to be outliers when we talk about the rookies. And I think Burrow can be an outlier. The dude is elite. Um, We skipped over it earlier, but I really, um, blanking on, I really like Tyler Boyd in the sixth round. Uh, Just think he offers so much reliability and upside. Obviously, you touched on it, Debro. All the other weapons he has, I agree with you. I like it. Why? So why why take Burrow instead of taking Gardner Minshew? A higher upside. Does he? I mean, Gardner Minshew finished top five in an, uh, about every rushing metric last year uh, for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah, was one of the most efficient quarterbacks we've seen, uh, rookie quarterbacks we've seen in the last four years. I think he's second in, in completion percentage among rookie quarterbacks. Uh, he finished top five in deep ball completion percentage. Uh, so he has that Konami code upside. Uh, he's he's certainly not Deshaun Watson or any of those other uh, in, in terms of like athletic ability. But we saw it last year with him. He didn't have any rushing touchdowns, so some positive regression coming in. You know, maybe in that department, get a couple of t- rushing touchdowns. I think there's a lot to like there with the with the offense as a whole. Yep. The defense is going to be straight trash. <laughs> That's why I like Gardner Mitchell. Because I mean, everything that you probably could say about Joe Burrow that mm-hmm. you like, yep. you could say about. Then we and we already know this yeah. with Gardner Minshew heading into a second year. And we're talking about a six round pick out of Washington State who was thrust in out of nowhere. Nobody knew who Gardner fucking Minshew was, or most people didn't, and and came into that situation and, and played pretty well. He had his ups and downs, took some lumps, but as a whole, I, I just I would much rather have Gardner Minshew than mm. Joe Burrow in terms of now. Of course, I mean as we know in late round, uh, taking a late round quarterback, there's so many available. You can stream, you can do whatever you, if you don't hit on one of them, I understand it. But for me, I think Gardner Minshew, like in early in the off season, like I wasn't real high on Gardner Minshew, but the more I've looked into him and the more everything that I've looked at with him, I, I think, I think the upside's there. I don't know how great of a real quarterback that he actually is, but I think just for fantasy purposes, which we've seen with guys like Blake Bortles, who were consistent performers in terms right. of fantasy, you know, and giving you to uh, QB one years. I, I think that can be Gardner. Minshew, I think he can do those same things. I like DJ Chark. I like DD Westbrook is still there. Um, bringing in Lavisca Chenault, you know, so they, they have some pieces there. Jay Gruden now is the OC if he remains. Who knows with all the shit right. that he's in? But if if he if he stays, I think there's a ton to like about Gardner Minshew. Again, he also gives you that rushing upside that you're kind of looking for. I'm with I like, you. I like Gardner. Yeah, and, I'm not going to say a bad thing about him. I like him. Same. And Derek, I actually think we talked about this earlier Mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter. Chris Conley also had like 700 yards last year and like nobody. It was quietly good, man. Yeah, he was he was quietly good last year. So there are weapons there. 
Well, um, and yeah. I, I think Chenault spells the death of E.D. Westbrook. Like, I think he goes into the slot, man. I, I think scary, that he yeah. absolutely does. Because uh, if you look at Chenault's profile, he was most successful in 2018. He ran about, about half his routes out of the slot. In 2019 is where he struggled. Yes, he had the injuries, but they pushed him outside. I think he was like 70 80% outside wide receiver. I think that he goes into the slot, and I, I, I'm not going to say a bad thing about Gardner. I love his rushing upside. Mm-hmm. I, I, the only thing looking into um, into Jay Gruden is I kind of wonder if the passing volume goes down a little bit because he's never been a high-volume coordinator. Um, they've leaned on the run a little bit under – at least when – back in his coordinator days. Now, Washington, that's a whole mess because McVay oh, – it, it's hard to tell like who was really running what there in Washington because McVay was there for – three years with Kirk Cousins and stuff like that. Like the water gets a little bit muddier. Um, I do like it because they're, they're going to have to throw, man. I mean, it's one of the big reasons why I'm not in on Leonard Fournette, like because I do like Minshew and I like the pass catchers. I'm mm-hmm. all in on Josh Oliver too. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're not going to hear anything bad out of, uh, out of me for, for Gardner. Eifert O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, if, if Jay Gruden Keelan keeps Cole. his job, I like, I, I absolutely <laughs> believe there will be a Jay Keelan Gruden bump. I've always been a fan. I of still him. like Keelan Cole. I think Keelan Cole has an opportunity to go. He, he's not. He's probably not gonna be a thing with the Jags, but I think he could go somewhere else. And because they, they put a uh, tender on him, didn't they? Like he was supposed to be a free agent there. I think they put a tender. Yeah, they did. Josh Oliver is my Darren Waller call for this year. Throwing that out there real fast. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, he's he's okay. and he's sitting out there in dynasty waiver wires. Well, so he is man. Like, mm-hmm. and just real quick. Oh, waivers. I, for I sure. mean, I, I threw this in here, but. Uh, Gruden, 17% target share to Gresham in two of his years in Cincinnati. Jordan Reed saw a 17 to 24% target share. It ain't Eifert, man. He's a part-timer. Mm-hmm. The athletic guy that you need to go get is Josh Oliver, and he's free. Free, mm-hmm. free, free everywhere. Only thing that scares me is O'Shaughnessy actually played well before he got hurt last year, but I agree. The upside for Oliver, third-round pick athletic, is is definitely there, and it's it's worth looking into for sure. Oliver didn't have any targets in his three games. That He only played three games. He ran 20 or more routes in two of those three games. Oh, that's so, cool. But, uh, we've obviously been going for two hours and 16 minutes. I'm going to have to cut this thing up. This thing's going to get chopped up. I think before, since this is like the redraft primer and we're probably not going to meet up again, just just everybody just just give one like super your your bold fucking take for the year. Mm. Just, just I mean, Ryan, I Ryan, just... Ryan, you haven't said a lot. Start with you. Is it is it a bold take that the season finishes? Because I'm gonna go take. with that. Yeah. That could that could be that could be the hot take. Uh, that's so fucking sad. Yeah, that's Debbie Downer, Ryan. Ryan. I'm not touching that. No, I just oh, you want you want my uh, you want my the season finishing positive like, season finishing in a positive way, not that there it does go. not finish. Oh. I think, I think oh, yeah. at this point that is a bold take that the season finishes. But uh, bold take. Let's go with. I got one. If you want more time. Yeah, I think I already threw. Time. I think I already threw mine out there as Josh Oliver's Darren Waller this year. So yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah, I like that. One. I, I feel like that was that was hot enough. I mean, I don't know if y'all want me to turn up the heat anymore, but I don't know what else. I don't know what else I got. Past <laughs> Please that. do Derek, if you'd like Derek, to. You'll, you'll like mine. Ooh, let's hear, it, hear it. Come is on, it Maddie. Gonna Dan, it's gonna be Dan Arnold. Oh, no, please. I, don't, I actually don't hate that. <laughs> oh, Dan Arnold got brought up on my pod the other day, and I, the only man. thing I could think of was y'all collection of fools right here because I was like, it's the Arnold Truthers, baby. I'm coming right. home tonight. It was like 1% on the, his Thanksgiving slate a couple yes. years ago. I remember. Showdown goat. Maybe uh, hot take, hot take. Dude. Yeah, Maddie, uh, Maddie, let's hear it. Cam Akers is a RB1, top 12. Mm. Yes! 
That that receiving upside for him, I, I think I think he steps into Gurley's Gurley's role more than the others. Yes. All right. That, that's when I'm going to have to reevaluate. I like it. Um, I'm going McCole Hardman post 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. Wow. I like it. I, like Who's it. I love that. Who are you Ooh. killing in the Kansas City offense? Uh, McCole Hardman is overtaking Sammy Watkins from the jump. Okay. okay. You know, and Demarcus right. Robinson. Gonna try, I'm not going to try to talk you out of it. Uh, that's that's. That's that's Sal, not Sal said that's not bold enough, Ben. I mean, we can talk about it if you want. <laughs> no, it's just it's just okay because like to me, I'm. Oh shit! This. What's up, Sal? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, bold not bold enough. I love it. Because obviously Kelsey and Tyreek, right? They're going to be the number two. So I mean, you're talking. I mean, so he's the number three, dude. But 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. That that is I mean, he had half that on like 18 catches last. Right. Yeah. Right. But that. I mean, that was. I wish, man. I wish they would let him play. Just let the dude play. He could play in the zone. Like he could play. He could succeed versus anything. The dude just absolutely ripped man in press coverage. Like I would love to see McCole in a full role, man. Like that's what Paris Campbell's gonna do. Four three speed (laughs) kills. Kills man. Oh, Maddie, you're singing it tonight, dude. I actually think. I think McCall why you got those numbers, Ben? What? How you got Mahomes? Why you have those numbers? Like, what's um, Mahomes, Mahomes finishing? Mahomes going for sixty touchdowns. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, I mean that, I think that, that you that's what you should have led with. <laughs> that's what you should have led with. I mean, what, I what's up? But he just he just nuked my face. Sixty. <laughs> Sammy Sammy Watkins catching half of those. By the way, let's not sit here and act like sixty is not out of the question for Patrick Mahomes. Dear I God, mean, it's not. It's really I, I, I recant but... Travis Kelsey in the first round. Never mind, baby. I mean, Woo! I mean, I think of sixty TDs, and I think about the LSU offense, and they literally scored almost every time down the field. And Burrow threw sixty touchdowns. He and threw fifty. Like that's how um, good, you have to be insanely efficient. If anybody can do it. But if anybody can do it, it would be Patrick Mahomes. God, uh, man. I'll just have no pants on this entire year if that if, happens. If he, if he has 50 <laughs> or 45, Hardman can get to uh, 10 touchdowns. He, Dude, he that, has, if that's he the case. Last year. Did, did if that's the case, literally every week at DFS, we're just going to be like, all right, how the hell do I jam in Patrick Mahomes and run variations of Kansas where, City? Where does like, where does Patrick Mahomes, like where is his price you think in, in DFS? Where do you think it gets if, if he's on that kind of a heater? Uh Around 9K, uh, but just, I mean, Hardman had 538 and 6 last year. Yeah, that's what I said. He had half no freaking snaps. And, and how so many no catches snaps. did he have? 24 receptions, something like that? Yeah, he, he had the most receiving yards on 43 or fewer targets in NFL history. So if we give him twice the role, which I'm projecting, the dude's going to go off. So I should have talked about him. Yeah, Fuck. God, I love that. For, for, forget you Golden Tate. You forget buried Golden the league. <laughs> you I buried the league with that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he can score every time he touches the ball, whether you hand it off behind the line of scrimmage or throw him a three-yard slant, or he can catch a 45-yard bomb down the field. Like He's he's the Tyreek. He's, he's, he's Tyreek Hill's replacement. Yeah. Yep. Tyreek probably has a year. Well, they drafted him when Tyreek was in limbo with his status. Well, the, and the if you stuff. look at if you look at Tyreek uh, Tyreek's contract after this Sal, year, his his dead cap goes to nothing. So they, and, if they wanted to, they can get out from under it. And why can't they just both ball out together with the best NFL player? They of all need time? to get Sammy Watkins off the field. Yes. I, Sorry, I, Cody. Bye. Bye. I think it's going to happen. Bye, Sammy. Bye. So. You can leave Sammy just like. Put McCole on the outside. He can win from yeah, there. Yeah, Sammy doesn't matter, okay? He has one monster game week one. He completely dead hey, the rest of the year. And that was a nice game, okay? And he wins, wins, I won a lot people, of money on that game. He wins people some money in the playoffs. 
That was so heartbreaking. I was like, here we fucking go. This is finally the year. It's going to happen. I'll be able to just fucking retire. Oh. Like, I'm, I'm just going to quit everything after this. It's going to be Sammy Walken season. Oh, Cody. Week one. And then. Boom. I had him on every. <laughs> to I had the playoffs. Him on every team. I had him on every team. And after week one, I was set. And then just. Whoop. Well, you will always be able to say Sammy Watkins, Super Bowl champion. You will always be able to have that. Intellectual alien. All right. Well, I'm happy my bold prediction created so much discussion. Ryan, what, you what is yours? Yeah, I, that's wild. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, f- I wish I would have went first. I feel like I'm going to come in with flaccid takes now. I'm just <laughs> limp and nothing, nothing I mean, happening. Ben tossed some heaters, man. I know. He, I mean, his his hot take was 1,210 for McCall. Then it's out of nowhere, <laughs> casually throws out 60 touchdowns. Yeah, it's like, man, y'all right. didn't hurt. I mean, I got 60 tutties for that dude. Like, how, I mean, how, like, what you mean? How many did Mahomes throw two years ago? It wasn't they, close. To, he threw fifty two years ago. So what's that more? He missed how many games last year? Two or three? So it's just you know four or five in those games that he missed, and he's there. <laughs> uh, Sal, you missed Let's my bowl take, man. I feel like everything after this is going to be boring. Um, <laughs> come on, come on, Cody, bring the heat, baby. DK Sammy Metcalf. Watkins, 25 touchdowns. <laughs> the Jets will have a better offense than the Patriots. <laughs> no way. That's already been said. <laughs> oh my god. That was gonna be no, that, that's I was I was gonna say it, but that's not really what the what, what it was. <laughs> I'll I'll double down and I'll go uh DK Metcalf and Tyler Boyd finish as wide receiver ones. Let's go, Cody. Ooh. Tyler Boyd high. Both. Both. I, I feel like one of them is not going to be enough following that act up. So I'm just going to throw. I'm going to throw both in there, and then I'll also say that Mixon and Sanders finishes top six running backs. Mm. Mm-hmm. I go Bengals. Listen, you there. slut. You're just out here just throwing out hot take after hot take. Supposed to be one. You're just, just dropping all kinds of them out here. Listen, Why if not? I had Adam Gase tickling my butthole underneath the table too. Oh yes. my God! Call me a <laughs> Take the Redskins over the Patriots. <laughs> That's getting clips. We're clipping that. <laughs> Cody wins. Cody wins. Cody wins. <laughs> Woo! Ryan, what's yours? Uh, I, I got Gallup as a top fifteen wide receiver and outscoring Amari Cooper. Love the team. I can get on board with that. Love I can that. get on with that. That's exactly, yeah. that's exactly why I think CeeDee Lamb is too hyped for this year. Yep. For this year. Yeah, for this year. Gallup had better per game numbers than Cooper last year. People don't realize. Gallup's a stud. Quietest, from week like, nine 1K, on. From week nine 1K, on. 1K, six touchdown not, year. No, his, every game he played because he was hurt a couple. He had better per game stats in yep. last season. Yeah, he's Gallup's a stud. A baller. Total baller. Come on, Cody Kev. Kev, I thought you weren't gonna get shook, Kev. He's still shook. By that. I'm not shook. I just cried. That was a good one. That was that, really right. that was a good one. <laughs> Tickling mouth. <laughs> still on it. I'm still dying. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Darius guys finishes a top eight running back, and Johnu oh. Smith finishes the top four. Oh, I, I love the Johnny. Wow. I love the Johnny. Clip him. Clip him and put him in the bank, Kev. I'm 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 one for two on those. Yeah, I love the John April. Wow, Darius Geis is one of the best values in all in all of fantasy drafts right now, going in the seventh round. I mean, the Redskins are an elite offense. What can you say? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you got to do it. You got to you got to take them. I mean, you got to when yeah when you can get the start. I've never back said on. I will fucking go. But I never said that they were an elite offense. I never said that. No, you didn't.
Okay. <laughs> you, you, Man, yeah, you, you might not. You might not survive this Jets. This Jets back half. <laughs> like I'm talking about, if they end up, if they end up bottom three offenses in the league, like you ain't surviving, bro. <sighs> Kev, I'm gonna blast you every week. Um, yeah, I'm blasting you too. That's no. that's bad. <laughs> can, if, if 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 for some reason I don't make it, can somebody just put this on my tombstone? Like I'm I'm totally fine with that. Like y'all just every, every once in a while, I sort of like I'm like you know in my head I've, I've, after I've thought about it, I'm like you know this that might have not have been my best take, but See. I, but I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. So I'm man of my word. <laughs> Because I want to do it. It's not, it is, it, and it still has nothing to do with. I still think the Jets' offense, in terms of their weapons, is better than the Patriots and what they currently have. However, who, who still who still has to go? I still has to go. We're done. That's it. Everybody's win. That was it. Done. Yeah, I I understand what you were doing, Kev, and I actually respect the hell out of it. But then when you took it to the next level and decided to bet on Adam Gase, that's where yeah, you that, that, that's, that's where you that, went. That's where I went not too just, far. That's, that's where my, that, that might have been some peer pressure, but I wasn't going to let you get out of that one. But my, my, my adrenaline was went too far, and <laughs> and then I started I start my mind started spinning. I was like, wait a second, the Jets the Jets defense or the Jets defense is going to be terrible. They're going to throw the ball a lot. That means the offense is going to you know should be out there. And I'm like, you know, the, the the Patriots defense is going to be fucking elite, so they're probably not going to be, you know, I would say that it's going it to be was all that under the table action. That, he just couldn't handle it anymore. And then, and then I was like, yeah, you know, and no, that I'm red taking solo it. Cup. And then I started, I started back after a couple of minutes. I started backing off. I was like, man, that probably wasn't my best. That wasn't my this best. This dude got a 32 ounce solo cup, and he's been <laughs> drinking it. I knew, all I, night. I knew I had him whenever, <laughs> liquid oh, whenever flowing. I was like, well, "What you want to do?" And he goes, "Yeah, I spit that all over my <laughs> There was a few crickets from from Kev a few times this. Hey, pause for a second. I think he was like, "Oh shit, I've gone too far." Oh, my I, I think I think the we, important we question it, is: ben. Will the 10 touchdowns that the Patriots defense scores will those be counted in the Patriots points per game numbers because we know those are happening. No, that shouldn't count. Oh. That, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. We need Child, someone who's, please. We, we need someone who's good at like the the graphic game to take the that clip of Adam Gates like looking at the tacos and just make a Kevin pothole. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go on that note. We will oh we will God. we will have to get a ticker going though throughout the season. We're we're gonna start oh off every degeneration pod with how many points that the Patriots Gase, offense has scored. Gase, how many points baby. the Jets they, offense. Hey, the, the Jets play the the Chiefs this year too. So Kev, you taking the over in that game already? I am so weak right now. 73 10. 73 10 final. All right, Ryan, call us out. Get us out of here. Oh, man. 2020 Fantasy Football Super Show. You guys have been listening to it. Thank you guys for joining in. Everybody who's been watching on YouTube, on Periscope, listening to the podcast. We we much appreciate it, guys. Get to the website, fantasyauthority.com. See it right there at the bottom of the screen if you're watching along with us. Lots of content coming out there. This is going to be up there. Can't wait to have this show spiced up with all the different takes and conversations that we that we had. Thanks for everybody tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority, Instagram, the Fantasy Authority, and same thing on Facebook, the Fantasy Authority. Signing off for everybody for this show, the Fantasy Super Show. It's been a blast. We had our guest, Maddie Dickinson at Maddie DFS. We had Derek Brown at Debro underscore FFB. And we have Ben Cummins at Ben Cummins FF. We thank you guys for joining us. The TFA host, Kevin Steele at Fantasy Red 13, and Cody Cutzer at C Cutzer FF. 
I'm your host, Ryan Alexander underscore W. It's been a fun ride with you guys. We're excited for the 2020 season, and we can't wait to see you guys next time. Signing out. Peace.